I know myself to be a wholesome source of sexual tranquility. Because so many human beings in life have been misled when it comes to the subject of sex. For example, so many people don't understand that there are times for sexual moods. And let me tell you things that have not been uncovered about sex. Sometimes people, certain partners are more into jackhammering than other partners. It's easy to look at porn and think all is happening is ferocious backdoor intercourse. But a lot of people don't understand that some people, that is truly their sexual personality and as long as there's complete enthusiasm about everything that's happened sexually alongside the most important quality of sex, which is age of consent laws being revered, then it's okay. Sometimes certain partners, all you have to do is penetrate as well as perform oral intercourse on them and that's enough for them they may not be super or really into the caressing the the licking of their flesh the kissing the erotic spankings if you will they may not really be into anything else that involves hand placement contact on another person's flesh or the other people's fleshes. We could we can't exclude the group sex havers. Okay. While some other sexual partners, they're more into the penetration and oral is cool, but you you have to speak to me in a way that stimulates my intellect. And once you do that, the the full body multi-orgasms come running. Pun intended. And then you have some people who their foreplay is more of the kindness that you uh, exhibit to them outside of the sexual setting and or sexual settings that y'all have sex. Some people are more kinky. It's like Well, I am energized by, it could be BDSM, it could be rough sex, which is not the same thing as sexual violence. And they're more into what is commonly seen in porn in terms of 
the primal. The acrobatics, the gymnastics that they bring to sex. Some people's sexual personalities, that's just who they are. They have other sexual personalities. They're more into the tantric sex. They're like, I need that romance vibe. Even if it's casual, give me that romance vibe. You know, we look into each other's eyes. We hold each other's hands. We, um, we relish the scent of one another and we vibrate each other's feet and there has to be this telepathy that is the poetry conversing with one another and they're more into the you have to write clever honesty about my eroticism being appealing to you and You have to recite the hotness that I make you steamingly exuberate. And then they feel this whole, we have to lip sync what's boiling within us about us to one another. And we need the hot sauna that keeps our sensuality smooth. So you have people like that. They need more of that tantric sex. Then you have some lovers who can do all the above in one, which would be me. Because I am extremely wholesomely sexually versatile. My sexual personality is all these things wrapped up in one. I would be the shapeshifter because I can also have that romantic, slow, gentle sex. The type of sex where after the first date or first few set of dates, okay, we can now be sexually um, engaged slash involved with one another. But it's that those lovey-dovey butterflies that kick in. So that's how you have the lovey-dovey sex. It's, it can be like the movies sometimes. I'm not saying that the movies is completely wrong about sex. Some of that is actually true. Sometimes it's just like that. Most times it's not. But there are times where it is. And I'm not saying that television is completely wrong about sex. Because it's not. Sometimes it's like that. Most of the times it's not. But again, there are times where it's like that. So there are times where lovey-dovey sex can mean the standard clothes tearing and ripping. Other times it's very slow, exceedingly slow, pulling down of the undergarments, taking them off the ankles, and slowly removing them from each other's toes, Um, sucking each other's toes. Hey, that could be the foreplay. And then you have the whole studying each other's bodies. You have to fully study each other's bodies with your brain, with your heart, with your mind, with your soul, with your memories, with your ears, with your nose, with your mouth, um, with your eyes, with your hands, fingertips, and toes, right? So... That's how you fully study 
your sexual partner and not excluding the most important thing about them sexually is their personality and temperament and you study their personality and temperament with again the ears the nose the eyes the mouth the hands fingertips the toes the heart the mind the body the soul the memories the personality and the temperament I have to end with personality and temperament because I wanted to ex- to emphasize that part the most about a sexual partner. So how do you fully st- fully explore a person, entire body, and their entire soul? You do it with your, your heart, your mind, your body, your soul, your memories, your mind, your um, fingertips, your hands, um your toes, the eyes, ears, mouth, again, I know y'all paying attention, but don't you study your partner, soul and body, personality and temperament with your genitals, that's the icing on the cake, (laughs) I left that out originally, but brought it inserted in so y'all can think more about sensuality is not just physical it's internal and so I can also have intimate sex where the closeness that I have with another person is the the physical literature that's read between myself and them so healthily, colorfully, beautiful. So, I am sexually versatile. Um, that's how I choose to be. I choose my nature. I don't have a set sexual personality. I can flow in all the ways. I can do it two-person. I can do it in a group's. I can, whatever my partner's sexual personality is, I can match them perfectly. If they're vanilla, we're going to have breathtaking vanilla sex. But, let's say they're into conventional sex. We're going to have unforgettable conventional sex. Let's say they like to have unconventional sex. And let's say they have a porn star essence about themselves. We're going to have addictive unconventional adult film performer type of fireworks exploding in the air. So I wanted to mention that being sexually versatile is very rare when it comes to um, sexual partners because it's either one or two or three that they have. A lot of guys, for example, their sexual personality stems from 
what they see in porn while mine is extraordinarily nuanced in terms of my sexual personality um their temp the guys' temperament it's more about as long as I maintain my erection and I thrust back and forth no matter what position we're in she good it's heteronormative they were raised to be heteronormative that's why and they're more of well if she tells me to do anything else while I'm inside her back and forth okay but other than that I'ma just jackrabbit right while me I'm more of Sex includes all options. So it's not just there's not just one closed way to have sex. A lot of times with sex, a lot of guys, and I just gotta say it, they don't think that they have options because they're not conscious of it. They know they can they can make decisions, but they're not conscious of this other sexual things you can be doing while you're inside of a person. I can caress a person. Correctly, I can rub a person correctly. I can grab a person correctly. I can grasp a person correctly. I could squeeze a person correctly. I could feel a person correctly. I could stroke a person correctly. That could be tongue. That could be hands. Not just genitals. I could glide a person correctly. I could tickle a person correctly. I could run my fingers through a person correctly. I could spank a person correctly. I could, you know, hold a person correctly. I could cup a person correctly. I could behold a person correctly. Um, I could reach for a person correctly. I could slurp a person correctly. I could suck a person correctly. I could, you know, as I said, slurp a person correctly. I can sip on a person correctly. I could drink a person correctly. I could slobber on a person correctly. I could taste a person correctly. I could smell a person correctly. I could hear a person correctly. I could see a person correctly. I could bite a person correctly. I could pinch a person correctly. Um, I could hold a person in place correctly. I could yank a person correctly. I could snatch a person correctly. Um, I could pull a person correctly. I could shove a person correctly. I could push a person correctly. I could... gulp a person correctly. I could gulp down a person correctly. I could gulp up a person correctly. Um, 
Yes, I could penetrate a person correctly, but it's not too weak or too strong. You know what I mean? It's medium strength. Not too fast, not too slow. Just right, right? Because you don't want to get tired too quickly because that causes sexual complaints which could tarnish your sexual reputation. Making other people not want to have sex with you. Um, Other things to consider. And I could smell a person correctly. I can experience a person correctly. Um, With love languages, quality time is what turns some sexual partners on. Acts of service turn some uh, sexual uh, partners on for sure. And physical touch is a no-brainer. Even though it does require discernment. Words of affirmation. Um, those are those are those are aspects of sex that people don't think about. What turns sexual partners on? Some people is words of affirmation. Some is acts of service. Some it's gifts. Some is quality time. Some is physical touch. So those are things that can be applied in casual sexual relationships and committed sexual relationships. So you have to be appropriate with your words of affirmation. You have to be appropriate with your acts of service. You have to be appropriate with your gifts. You have to be appropriate with your quality time. You have to be appropriate with your physical touch. Those are things that happen in sex that a lot of people overlook, unfortunately. So silence sometimes is healthy when it comes to sex. Sometimes you need to hear the silence of you all audibly so you can enjoy the quietness being the aphrodisiac to the relations of the relating and so I had to um rethink my relationship with sex because I live a sexually healthy life and I want to explain this. Um, This is something that people need to think about. When your partner is afraid, embrace being sensitive to that. When your partner feels alone, Embrace being sensitive to that. When your partner feels burned out, embrace being sensitive to that. When your partner feels cheated, confused, depressed, distressed, elated, guilty, impatient, hateful, insecure, 
insulted, jealous, like quitting, lost, overwhelmed, penitent, slash, sorry, proud, purposeless, sad, self-confident, tense, thankful, threatened, tired, slash, weak, trapped, unimportant, vengeful, and worried. Be sensitive to all those feelings that they legitimately feel. When your partner feels competition, criticism, danger, decisions, discrimination, doubts, hypocrisy, illness, lies, um, slander slash insults, uh, sorrow, success, um, temptation, troubles, and verbal cruelty. Embrace being sensitive to all those things. Embrace being sensitive to all those things means you and your partner should get to the bottom of those feelings so there could be healthy resolutions and healthy solutions that complements those legitimate feelings that they feel. Um, if your partner is a believer and they feel worshipful, Embrace being sensitive to that. Make sure that that particular feeling is in line with your temperament so you can flow with it well. Let's say your partner's a non-believer. Could be an atheist. Make sure your partner feels... Make sure you embrace being sensitive to that because, okay, if you're a non-believer yourself... You can flow with their lack of belief. Let's say, again, your partner is a believer and they feel godliness, friendship with God or miracles or prayers, salvation, um, then think about how y'all can incorporate um, positive affirmations about each other that are rooted in the theism that y'all both share. Let's say your um, partner is a non-theist Y'all could use scientific positive affirmations or positive affirmations regarding history and um, and mathematics. So that could help with y'all sex life. I'm just saying, if y'all really like this stuff. Y'all could recite it to each other when it comes to sex. Hey, that can make y'all high. Everyone's sex life is uniquely theirs. So having sex is also subjective. What having sex means to me could be totally different to some what it means to have sex when it comes to somebody else. Let's say your partner feels... Wisdom, vindication, stability, rest, provision, protection, perspective, peace, money, leadership, knowledge, justice, joy, integrity, 
illumination, humility, hope, healing, guidance, friendship, forgiveness, courage, confidence, answers, acceptance. Make sure that you embrace those sensitivities so you can have healthy sex with them according to not just respecting them, of course, that's required, but maybe you can, the sex y'all have can be one of the icing on the cake, um, adventure that embarks in the direction of their true feelings. Maybe they can get their aha enlightenment moments when it comes to one of the ways which is having sex with you. Because sex can bring enlightenment and consciousness. You may get wisdom while you're having sex. You may start applying that wisdom while having sex. So these are things that people need to think about. Let's say your partner feels um, sorrow or success. It could be troubles. It could be persecution. It could be poverty, old age, young, you know, young young adult age. Um middle age, it could be illness, it could be heresy, it could be enemies, evil people, danger, death, decisions. Um, It's okay to add what you learn in therapy together and y'all can, some people have full of conversation or sex, y'all can have sex with each other. That means the wisdom is physically pleasurable and not just innerly pleasurable. So that's stuff that people need to be creative about. Hey, you know? And so... You know, knowledge and justice and joy can be experienced that way. Partner feels those ways. Embrace sensitivities also because, metaphorically, you're the daily vitamin that their flesh, as well as their insides, need to absorb the nurturing nutrition called you. Here's what I feel. Let me get back to something. So let me let me expand what I mean. Sex should be sex should feel elated. Self-confident. Thankful. Success. Acceptance, confidence, courage, friendship, uh, guidance, healing, hope, humility, illumination, integrity, joy, justice, knowledge, leadership, money, peace, perspective, money if it's like sex work, but that's the story. Sex should also feel protection, rest, stability, vindication, wisdom, 
and proud, like healthy proud. Sex shouldn't feel like sorrow. It should feel like we're gonna, we're gonna this is gonna keep the goodness is gonna keep happening again and again, even past tomorrow. If you have one night stands, it should feel as if this is one fun, one and fun. So um, also sex should never feel. When it comes to sex, sex should never feel afraid. It should never feel alone. It should never feel burnt out. It should never feel cheated. It should never feel confused. Never feel depressed. Never feel distressed. Never feel guilty. Never feel hateful. Never feel impatient, insecure, insulted, jealous, like quitting, lost, overwhelmed, penitent slash sorry, purposeless, tense, threatened, tired slash weak, trapped, unimportant, vengeful, worried. Competition, criticism, danger, death, uh, discrimination, you know, doubts, evil people, enemies, and heresy, hypocrisy, illness, lies, old age, persecution, poverty, punishment, slander, slash insults, slaughter, uh, sorrow, temptations, troubles, verbal cruelty. Um, sex should never feel like those things don't get me wrong of course at times we're going to experience each and every human emotion which may happen to sex I'm talking about sex should never be um, awful is what I'm saying in all in one word sex should never feel awful just remember that so sex should never feel jealous you know um there's nothing wrong with healthy dogs. I'm saying, like, in general, sex should be without all of the negative character traits. That's what I'm saying. Um, okay. So, here's something... else that I've learned about sex talking about in a way that a lot of people will really really uh, appreciate so let us purposely go in that direction This is what I want to say. The pa- This is my statement on sex, okay? This applies to casual and committed. Here we go. The power of compassionate love requires more than the language of empathetic, empathetic feeling to protect it. So, sexual expression is such an integral part of our togetherhood, not just our selfhood, that we need the boundary of (sighs) 
of self honor and mutual honor to safeguard our compassionate love. I dare say that it's beautiful when lovers praise the beauty that they see, taste, touch, hear, and giggle when it comes to each other. Um, Healthy praise should not be limited to outward gorgeousness. A sugary sweet personality and moral excellence should also be healthily praised via healthy praise. Let me get back to praising the beauty. Praise the beauty of their per- their personality characteristics first. Then you can praise their palms, their fingers, their knuckles, how their fingers are formed, the hand prints, their wrists, their biceps, their triceps, their elbows, their hips, their butts, the small of their backs, their backs, their rib cages, their spines, their chest, their pecs, their stomachs, their bellies, their underarms, their armpits, the, the kneecaps, the calf muscles, the toes, um, the thighs, the legs, the voice, their word choices. And so on and so forth. So the intense power of compassionate love should appropriately affect the inner lives of the lovers. So as the sexual relationship develops, the beauty and wonder of neighborliness should unfold between the partners. Mm. The language the lovers use should show the spontaneity and the heartfelt humanity pertaining to the lovers. As you consider sex having 
as you consider jumping the bones, as you consider charging the persons, don't just look for a stimulating frame in them. Examine the core qualities that shouldn't disappear and they are sacrificial love Eagerness to blossom in wisdom, capability of having a gentle. character their unwillingness to be good for nothing couch potatoes as well as their infectious health consciousness as well. Don't let bridges be burned between you and your partners. That is why meaningful communication can keep things relentlessly renewed, unceasingly refreshed, and no unbearable attributes that feel impossible to be reconciled. Remember, unconditional love, talk to the casual and committed, is what feels their attractiveness to you based upon what they exude and ooze which are 
they have a therapeutic presence about themselves. There should be no room for indifference. Don't make, don't provoke loneliness in each other. Don't spend too much time in isolation. Cold-heartedness should always be absent. Cold-bloodedness should never reign supreme. Don't raise treacherous barriers. The celebration of sensible unity between one another is what makes the sex that much more explosive. Because compassionate love including the sensational biological hip hip hoorays because there's such powerful expressions of being fully human not just powerful expressions, but mind, more importantly, monumental expressions of what it means to be fully human. And because interactions and outer actions between the lovers, no one should be seen and treated with useless disposability. Don't prematurely vouch for anything that's not due when that's not due when it's not supposed to be due when when it's not supposed to be done. Don't let Don't prematurely vouch for things that are not due when it's not supposed to be done yet. (sighs) Sexual relationships casually committed should be protected against psychological manipulation, emotional manipulation, intellectual manipulation, and physical manipulation. You can have casual sex and not be mistreated casually. The sex means, in this case, it's not a serious relationship, but you take that person seriously. Take those people seriously. So... There's more to say. 
while sex can keep a relationship casual committed into uh, keep a well sex can keep a casual committed relationship going being suitably personal with each other is what keeps y'all in remarkable flowetry. There should be a commitment to betterness via enhancing the conduct between one another which means when it comes to sex don't apply might might makes right the iron rule Do unto your sexual partners as you want them to do unto you sexually. Don't do unto your sexual partners what you don't want to be done unto you sexually. Um, If you're a believer, do unto others sexually. As the Song of Solomon, a Song of Songs, would want you to do to your partner sexually. If you're a non-believer, do unto others sexually, rooted in reason and scholarship. As you want your partners to want to use sexually. So this the respect, the sexual respect and the human respect must be maintained throughout the duration of the Spiciness So Issues Should be properly Confronted Before they turn into Bad news at 5 o'clock At night Your social settings and sexual settings 
is of secular sacredness if you're a non-believer. Sacredness meaning importance context. And if you are a believer, it's one of those God enhancers, if you know, since you feel that way. Compassionate love and is what makes the sexual love mean something something substantive. So the sexual love should be the delightful fragrance poured out into your palaces and thrones. The love should be of exoticism. That is a healthy pandemic. And the love in this case, it should be nude portraits merged into a single file for photographic purposes. So I'm glad that I'm here to tell you that sex should be correctly used, not carelessly abused. And sex should not be perversely misused. It should never be self-gratifying only to one person. It should not be sickingly contaminated. It should not be disgustingly Swindling. It should never be felonious. It should never be unwarranted. (sighs) 
And it should never be impermissible either. It should be a saturation of pleasantness. Sex is about giving and taking and receiving. It's not getting only. The only strings that should be attached is sexual equality, sexual equity, sexual justice. Sexual symmetry. Sexual synchronicity. Sexual synergy. sexual science between the lovers. It's okay to have an ethical relationship with ethical pleasure. And one of the forms of that is through Sensitive sex. Sex should be free of exploitations. No one should be treated as rubbish tossed into dumpster fires. Sex shouldn't be savagely urgent, but soothingly urgent. It's okay to have biological lust mixed with compassionate love. That's healthy lust and healthy love for the partners. What should be celebrated is the affection and affinity that you have for those Priceless in spirit humans. There should be the production of construction.
sheltered by by the serenity of character building alongside the strength training of one's true identity as well. It should be mutual enjoyment, not selfish pleasure. The aspirations and motivations should be about treating each other and self as royalty, including like sexual royalty. And when it comes to each other, wrongfulness is slavery. unnatural and there's nothing old fashioned about the all around union that casual and committed sex brain there should be chemistry and compatibility regarding the inner lives and outer lives of one another. So that's why the dreams and the fantasies should be rooted in speechless horrors that are outstandingly of radiant engulfment. So those are my experiences for sure I'm the type of lover that can give it to my partners easy and slow hard and fast medium hard 
medium between hard and, and and easy and medium between slow and fast so I can give it aggressive and I can also give it nice and so I just wanted to say that but what type of porn star do I want to be well this is this is how I want to be um as a porn star. <sighs> Basically, I love that we are processing each other throughout the sexual process. So, for example, The vision of each other helps with the climax. The auditory systems of each other is what makes each other gyrate. Um, Let's see, the... The so... Matosensory system, also known as tactile, is what makes each other joyfully tremble. The, the vestibular system is what makes each other have an apt sense of of right balance and fruitful spatial orientation. Did I say right balance? I also more importantly wanted to say A a marvelous balance. The gustatory system, also known as the sense of taste, is about. The electricity that reverberates in your mouth regarding your partners. Olfactory, olfaction, meaning the sense of smell. I get to... I get to have yummy order, uh, yummy odor of the partners because there's 
there's mandatory orderliness there. Mm. And the interoception of each other is all about complex consciousness and the duplexity of non-consciousness. That's how you get a self-awareness and awareness of each other that y'all can have the faculty of stimulus regarding one another. You sense the sense of the brain matter in relation to each other. multi-sensory integration is due to the integration of the life forms. Mm. Lastly, you have You have proprioception that is based on the conception of the adrenaline rushes. that are ushered in based upon the shared souls within the shared skins. Mm. So... The sensory processing is based upon the building blocks
of sexual servant leadership. You can even wash each other's feet before sex. Foot massages. If you're secular, look at the word blessing as the undefilement of innate nature. So the signaling should be tingling. As for the porn star part, I would be so popular in the porn industry. And I say this because My greatness is not hidden by obscurity. I would say that I would be such a hospitable co-star I would be such a community oriented sex partner that all my co-stars would want to work with me all the time and a lot of them would want to sexually service me off camera too. I would be high in demand, high in request, high in suggestions. High in the companies. based upon their criterias and curriculums. I would fit their business model because their business model would fit me first. Hmm. And I would be the type of part uh, porn performer where every award ceremony I would go to I would constantly win awards more than the Oscars, more than the Tonys, more than the Emmys, more than the Grammys. I would be the type of porn farmer where if I see somebody about to do something that's against someone's hard limits, I would interrupt the scene and stop them. 
I don't care if it's taking their penises out of somebody and they did not want it anal. The other co-stars wanted it anal. That person did not, even though it's an orgy scene. I'll still go, no. And then I would put their, I'd be like, no, put, I'll hold their penis and then put it in the other hole. Or put, you know, or say, hey, do this sexual thing because this is what this person wanted. I would easily remember everyone's yeses, nos, heart limits, and maybes. You wouldn't have to keep telling me or reminding me. I would remember it so when the sex happens. I would be more sensitive about it than my partners. You, don't get me wrong. Usually it's I'm as sensitive to it as my partners, but sometimes... Some people so sexual to the moment, it's like, okay, this is what, this is what you told me. But sometimes people need that general reminder of, I know you're excited, but we still have to treat each other as living, breathing beings that we are. So I would be the type that would like to go for a walk, go for a coffee, go get a bite or something, and talk to the co-stars about, okay. This We are working together. This is how we're going to work together. This is not how we're going to work together. Here's our sexual <gasps> sexual rules, our sexual limits, sexual boundaries. Okay. If we like what we do on camera, we can say, hey, let's just keep it on camera. If we really, really like what we do on camera, it could also be off camera. And then it would be a sense of not just talking about the sex, that's just the icing on the cake, that's part of the job. But it would feel like a job, it would just be a paid hobby, you know. But we would talk about other things, you know, whatever's on our heart, and we know it should be said, we say it, we get to know each other. Not being a busybody, not being nosy, but okay. We're, we're equally yoked when it comes to outlooks on life and worldviews. Oh, this gonna work. We can be good friends. So it's like, basically it's paid friends with benefits. The benefits could be just money or money in money from the industry and pay tax off camera. Just saying, it's the truth. Think about this stuff. I would be always highly regarded, highly spoken of. I wouldn't sign with a company that I didn't feel good about. I wouldn't sign any contract that was revolting. Um... I would make sure that everyone's genres, genre descriptions, um, tags, and um, people's preferred names, whether it's stage name or actual names, the every, you know, in regarding porn, is what makes everyone feel good about all aspects of themselves. I would make sure that the terms and conditions are all humane. 
including how we're all depicted in the porn. And I would make sure that I would say, hey, in order for me to do this scene, I think there should be a disclaimer about everything said or done. You know, all the language, you know, the sexual happenings, what didn't sexually happen was based upon everyone's what is called enthusiastic consent. And I would want to see, make like them make a video that talks about um, what we did, which is showcasing the video of us talking about our sexual checks, meaning yes, and our sexual thumbs down, meaning no's, and our sexual, let's do it. If we do it in the moment and we recognize we don't like it, we don't do it again in the moment, in any other moments. I think there should be a video on all porn that shows the co-stars talking. Now, we're not dishonoring sexual privacy nor sexual confidentiality. Those parts can be edited out. But the other parts that we're comfortable having should be edited in. So that's another thing that people don't talk about in the world of porn. Not every conversation is edited in. Some are edited out because we have to be mindful that porn stars are people. So, of course, they're going to have medical conditions that they don't want everyone to know. They may have abuses or sexual hurts or sexual habits, sexual or sexual habits, sexual hangups or sexual hurts that they may want to keep just between them and their co-stars. They don't want everybody, even the whole industry to know. So they may have non-sexual hurts, non-sexual habits, non-sexual hangups that they may want to be secluded and only told to people that they are genuinely absolutely safe with. So those are things about porn that people need to think about. Just because people show you their whole bodies, it doesn't mean you know everything about them. Because in the porn world, I'm not going to share everything that my co-stars say don't share. Whatever they tell me don't share, it will never be in my podcast. It will never be in my books. I will never talk about it publicly. And peer pressure is is never going to change that. And whatever I tell them, you know, in terms of what we agreed upon, we didn't agree upon, everything we talked about before the scenes or after the scenes, like, hey, you know, whatever we both feel like doesn't need to be shared, we even in death, we will I will never share it and they will never share it because it's like we're that cool. Even in death, I'm still going to act as if you're alive by simply never talking about it with anybody that is not a part of what we decided and not decided to do. And so that would be kind of part I am. I would be the type where I'm sensitive to sex crimes, including sexual harassment. So I don't mind testifying when I need to. I don't mind helping the perpetrators get prosecuted. 
I don't mind um, certain people in the industry not wanting to work with me because I'm not about causing us their trouble. I'm just saying, hey, I'm protective. Even when it comes to sex, I'm a protector. So whoever I have sex with, they have to be protectors too. We're not talking about the Messiah complex. We're not talking about the Savior complex. We're not talking about the fixation on being superhuman. That's not what's being communicated. What's being communicated is, when it comes to sex, safety emotionally, physically, intellectually, professionally, personally, psychologically, mentally, in all areas of life, safety needs to be intact always and forever. So that would definitely be how I am with sex. Now, could I work with companies that would blacklist me because of my gender, sexual orientation, or race, ethnicity? No. I would only work with sex-positive, um, body-positive companies. That way, I can be myself and I have to worry about, oh, I'm not going to win awards because of who I performed with. I don't want to deal with any of that. And I want to be honest about this. When it comes to sex for myself. For myself. For myself. With porn, I would save more than I would spend. So I would turn one stream into several streams. And I would make sure that let's say I can never get a regular job because you're 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 known for being triple X or let's say certain banks get petty I would only go to adult entertainment friendly banks I'm like okay got all my money saved up it's going to be much easier to transfer from one account to say hey just put What's in my account to this new bank? That would be me. I would still be entrepreneurial and born, but like, I can make my own company off this. Make my own streams. That way, I don't have to lie to myself. Plus, I would be, by that time, a social justice warrior. So because I, I, would, make, I would be fighting for human rights, human rights freedom fighter, I wouldn't worry about what a lot of uh, people in the industry worry about because when you want justice equal and you don't want anyone exempt from that, you'd be amazed that the right people, the integrous people, got you covered for life. So you attract people, for example... As a porn performer, I'm going to be a visible reproductive rights fighter. That means pro-life women, pro-choice women, 
pro-choice men, pro-life men, uh, pro-life non-binary, pro-choice non-binary, pro-life trans and pro-choice trans and pro-life gender queer. And pro-choice gender queer, even pro-life and pro-choice people who are intersex, androgynous, metrosexual, and LGBTQI+, they would all be beautifully right beside me, never leaving me. So when you do what's right in life, it keeps me from worrying about money, worrying about a place to stay, worrying about who I'll be banking with, worrying about healthcare and all that stuff. The right people will help out with all those things. Because when you fight for universal human rights laws being applied to all. When you fight for global social justice, there's plenty of world of works and plenty of employers and plenty of institutions and business establishments that are attracted by that and they would wanna do ethical business with me of all kinds. It'll be all lawful. It'll be all reasonable, too. So that's why I had to tell myself not to worry about my life. And I don't have any sexual worries like I was forced to have. And I've healed all the sexual hurt, sexual habits, sexual hangups that organized crime brought my way. So I would... My co-stars would be with people who would be healing their sexual hurt, sexual habits, sexual hangups soon. And we would all just have the mindset we've got to heal our hurts, habits, and hangups that are non-sexual as well. And as for the industry, I would be the one that everybody rallies around. I would watch other people have sex who are... Because in the industry, sometimes it could be a studio, it could be any sexual setting where porn is being filmed and choreographed. I would make sure that there's NBC coordinators around, NBC choreographers around. And I would study other people's sex having and growing sexual wisdom and non-sexual wisdom by watching them talk, interact, have sex, and be nude, and be physical with each other. And how they express emotional respect to to each other. So I wouldn't just inherit sexual wisdom and non-sexual wisdom for myself. I would inherit it from other people that I'm around. So if I'm in the industry and our scene is next, I'm going to watch co-workers have sex with each other. This is porn. You, you, I intellectualize sex, so I'm going to intellectualize the porn I'm seeing. And I'm going to do that every time 
I see sex, whether it's them or them when it comes to me, because I'm going to get sexualism and non-sexualism when it comes to watching myself have sex, emotionally relate well, be naked, interact with each other, talk, you know, those type of things. So I'm going to get, so even the noises and sounds themselves will make me wiser when it comes to, oh, I just learned, I'll be like, ooh, we, I just learned something. My co-scorkers be like, yeah, I just learned something too. Then we can talk about it. We won't be loud because they're, the co-workers are supposed to be the loud ones with sex. We'll just whisper, hey, I think when it comes to our scene, we can incorporate that. Or, oh yeah, we could do that too. Okay, okay. But we could put our spin to it and build off what they did so we don't completely copy what they did. That would be me. I think my sex having to be the one that all the co-stars like, okay, I want to copy Antonio's moves and put my spin to it. Or, you know what, I'm just copying Antonio's moves and I can say, oh yeah, you can do that. I wouldn't be stingy with it like I'm doing it in public so people can copy my moves. People can copy what I say, what I do. Be your true self about it. Be your own personality about it. You can put your own spin to it if you want to, but you can do what I do in a way that's true to what you do, too. Mm. So, yeah, I'm a healthy sexual role model. A lot of people will complain about you're promoting promiscuity, you're promoting sexual licentiousness, you know, and that somehow I am promoting... Even sexual lasciviousness. Here's what I'm promoting. I'm promoting healthy sex as a healthy art form. Monogamy is not Healthy monogamy is not the only healthy sex art form. Non-monogamy is healthy sex art form too. So, again, the words objectification, commodification, sexual sexual objectifications, um, dehumanization, reification, objectification, social relationships... None of those criticisms are accurate. They're completely inaccurate when it comes to me and my co-stars because we all celebrate each other's full humanness. And we adore each other being fully human. Because being, and we admire each other's full humanity. We are humane humans living a humane humanity. That's how we think. That is our common and commonplace reality. So none of the criticism that people have when it comes to anti-porn crusades 
apply to us because like no we think of each other and ourselves as non-traditional holistic sexual instructors and unconventional erotic professors that's how we think of ourselves so we teach we teach people how to have a healthy relationship with healthy nudity and these are all about being positive artfulness that's what it's all about so basically I would be a well-beloved, well-liked, and well-respected global porn icon. That would be me. I would be adored by sex industry businesses and non-sex industry businesses. I would be adored by true fans, um, true co-stars, true awards people. I would be adored by um, I would be adored by Hollywood I would think so because my human rights for all stance includes them so I think even cable news and TV shows I don't think they'll really care because of who I am as a person. I actually make life better for so many people that they would go, you know what? Yeah, and tell the triple X, but I don't really care because I see his inner beauty. Yes, he's of outer beauty too, but I really see his inner beauty the most and that's what matters most to me. Everything else... It's not something that I obsess over nor fixate on. So, I just wanted to say that, that I would be all things positive in the porn industry. Just sum it all up. And I would be all things positive, all the industries too. Always and forever on both. So, I'm grateful that I would be an autism porn superstar. And I know in my heart that I would be um, well spoken of um, even when I die because I would be sensitive to STD, STI outbreaks. I would be open to all birth control methods um, and the utilization of them all. I would be well receiving of... um, all um, healthy sexual medication, so to speak. Um, And I just wanted to say that. So, in closing, I will say that I am a healthy sexual adventurer. I am not what is called a reckless sexual adventurer 
Um, I must say this, that I'm proud of myself for overcoming the sexual hurt, sexual habits, sexual hangups of organized crime, um, Puritan, uh, religious sexuality, as well as the reckless, toxic, masculine sexuality that I was taught um, later on in my pre-adolescence, adolescence, and young adulthood. Um, I now officially have a fully healthy relationship with sex, with sexuality, sexual orientations, with gender identities, with sex characteristics, with nudities, with bodies, half naked, fully naked, fully clothed. And I now have a fully healthy relationship with porn, you know, companies, ethical practices. Um, I now have a fully healthy relationship with the three types of eroticas, audio erotica, written erotica, and um, visual erotica. And I have a healthy relationship with audio porn, written porn, and visual porn. And all these types of eroticas and porns are ethical. So I have a healthy relationship with my self-pleasure and the pleasures of others. Um, I'm just so glad that the sexual confusion is permanently over. And now... The sexual restful relaxation has now officially permanently began and will never permanently end. So that's what I am sexually thankful and sexually humble about. One more thing before I conclude. I don't feel the need nor the desire to be the hip-hop version of a ladies' man. But I do feel the want and the need to be the type of gentleman that makes my grandma Clara unashamed of.